One time? Testing, testing, HIV, HIV. <laughs> microphone check, one, two. <laughs> microphone check, one, two. Uh, welcome back to another episode of the Perspective Podcast. Uh, today I'm joined by a good friend of mine, a good friend, teammate, homie, neighborhood homie, like it, it go way back, way, way back. And, uh, so tonight I'm joined by my boy, Tevin. Tevin, what's good? It's good, man. It's good to be here. You know, it's been a, been a long time coming for this. Yeah, man. We've been supposed to knock this episode out and you know, that's, uh, mostly on me, mostly on me for scheduling and, and stuff like that, but we're going to get it better. We're going to get it right, but glad to have you here in, here in the spot tonight, so we're going to go ahead and uh, chop it up a little bit. So uh, first, uh, T, just give give the people like a little bit of background, you know, like where you from, where you went to school, like what all, what you all into? Oh, man, background. Right here from LA, you know, grew up, born in Woodside, moved over here to Deerfield, uh, went to... Schools I went to went to Horseshoe, went to Brain, then went to Ash. Pretty much just, you know, normal little life. <laughs> no two bitches, but always in the sports, you know, hooping. Obviously, that's what I did ever since I was what, four years old. Yeah. Just hooping, uh, playing great baseball, tri football, wasn't for me. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it, man. Just, yeah, just trying to chase this little sports dream I got, you know. Uh, and I'm just here. Appreciate you having me. No uh, doubt. Yeah, man. Yes. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, basketball is, is another thing that really just kind of, like, tied us at the hip, besides being from the same, well, growing up in the same spaces. Yeah. Um, so, what was, like, your intro to, to ball? Like, what what was the intro? Intro? Uh, I remember. Uh, it was crazy. I remember when we, I was at the crib. I was, like, four or five, and my brother and them was hooping outside. And my cousin was like, man, let's go outside with them. We were playing the game. Like, let's go outside. So I was like, all right. Went outside. And I just remember my cousin shot a shot. The ball landed. It rebounded. And landed. I was standing there, landed right in my hands. And I felt it. And I was like, man, this just felt It felt right <laughs> yeah. at that age. And I just knew. Yeah. I was like, man, basketball was something that I was going to be doing. Yeah. I was going to be doing something with my life with basketball and the rest of it. So that's when I got it. And after that, I got addicted. Yeah. Got with video games, with, with hooping, watching old games and stuff like that. Watching Same. the games all day, man. And then I just fell in love with it. Same. No, that's that's something that I tell people a lot, too. They'd be like, why are you watching some games that you already know the results to? And it's like, if you're not from the fabric, then you're really not going to get it. Right, <laughs> like it's so many things that happen in the course of a game. Uh, like, what just off the top of my head, I think of uh, Kawhi's triple bounce. You know what I'm saying? Like against right. the Raptors, but a lot of people forget about the last, uh, the previous minute and thirty that happened before right. that. Happened before that, the yeah. lead to how we got to this situation. Exactly, or like the Ray Allen three when. Some of us remember like the ropes being brought out and they were wheeling the trophy out before right. that and the crazy floater Tony Parker had before that. Like the fact, the, they, the fact that LeBron made what two threes yeah. before that to get them into that position. Yeah. And people talk about stuff and they be like, Man, you missed it's a lot to take you to get to certain points and people just be missing it. But straight up, straight up. So, you know what I'm saying? So uh sports, you know what I'm saying, brought you from, from the crib and then graduate you you know what I'm saying? They graduated of LSU? Almost. Okay. We're going to speak, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go ahead and say it. You're no, gra- go ahead and speak that into existence. Exactly, exactly. Graduate. Graduate of LSU. And you know what I'm saying? Uh, I understand we got some other things going on too. And so, uh, 
that's gonna work out. That's gonna work out exactly. You know what I'm saying? How it's supposed to. So, uh, and so, just uh, I know you. You, of course, you're a big basketball fan, and uh, you rock with the Blazers. Yes, sir. So, what brought you to the Blazers? And I'll tell you what brought me to the Blazers too. Brandon Roy. <laughs> yeah. See. Since <laughs> I saw him in college, well, what 2003 he started. I yeah. was. I was. A, I saw his game. I was like, this dude different. I'm like, he do everything. Everything. I'm like, he is shooting guard, but he pass, he rebound, he yep. play defense, he yep. can score anyone on the court. And I was Anywhere. like, man, that's how I want to be. I want to be somebody that do everything. I just don't want to be in the box. And so I was like, okay, I like him. He was a dog and kind of like, I'm following him. Yeah. Then he got to Portland, and I was like, okay, well, that's just going to be my team. I mean, I liked them when they had all the, because on the game, you used to play with Portland and score, and you can beat anybody because they had Rashid and they had Stoudemire and Derek Anderson. Yep. They had Mighty uh, Mouse. Right. They had all those <laughs> different people. Bonzi Wells. I'm like, man, Bonzi. I can, you can really score with anybody. So yeah. it was easy to play with on the game. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to rock with the players. Like Brandon Roy, Older. ever since he got there, I was like, I've been stuck. Even when he left, we had LaMarcus was still there. Mm-hmm. We got Dane now and CJ. Oh, so I'm like, I've been in a good place. We ain't been winning no championships, but I've been happy. Yeah. As a fan. <laughs> I've been excited. My games have been exciting. That's all I'm caring about. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's, uh, I remember those teams, they had the older Darius Miles. Uh, they had Darius oh, Miles here after the injuries. You know what I'm saying? And that's crazy how they tried to pair Darius Miles and LeBron in Cleveland, too. But. Young LeBron, but that's uh, that's a whole different topic. But yeah, the Blazers, those, those that was definitely my squad. Like, uh, Perk could tell you, Kia could tell you, Seg could tell you. Like, NBA Live, I'm running with the Blazers. Those are my boys. Yeah, I'm running with the Blazers. Those are my dogs. Brandon Roy, like you say, he scored from every single level. Right. Um, and it's nothing flashy about his game. He really just go out there and just right. serve you buckets. <laughs> he could be flashy, but the thing was, he could be flashy. He could be the one jumping, dunking. He was unexpectedly, but yeah. he was just, he played it like more cerebral. Mm-hmm. And I was just watching him. And I was like, man, if he wouldn't have got hurt right after Kobe, yeah. I was like, he was, him and D-Wade was going to be the, them two shooting guards. And before we got the hard and involved, like him and yep. D Wade was gonna be battling for who the best shooting guard because he had made all NBA already. Yeah, and he and this four five years before. Yeah, he was man. It's just sad how it how it ended with those all those injuries. Like right. majority of my players just always go out like that. Brandon Roy, T Mac, uh, Derrick Rose, all all my guys always always just end up with like knee injuries. The only one that really just kind of made it through, kind of made it through, was AI. But AI, he had his. Other issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he had other issues going on. But, yeah, so, and, and another thing about the Portland thing that really just, like, it really just breaks my heart because I'm a Bulls fan, but I always loved Brandon Roy. Mm-hmm. And the trade that we made on draft night, which was uh, y'all drafted Tyrus Thomas. And we drafted the Marcus Aldridge. And we swapped. And we swapped. I want to say hello to Bulls on the list. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> you did such a great job. Um with the Blazers' advancement as an organization with that pick, I mean, it. Be- it I mean, we made our look. We made bad picks too. I mean, a couple years down the road, it just happened. You know, a dude like Kevin Durant is playing. You know, we gotta take 
Gio. in Texas, and we take the big, tall center when we already had Lamarcus Aldridge under the goal already. And yeah, yeah. we could have <laughs> had a nice. We would have had at least three rings. Yeah, y'all. If we would have drafted. Yeah, correctly. especially at that point in time, whenever it was the. That was kind of like the end of the. Well, that was the end of the Spurs. Yeah, that's I was about Spurs, to say. That was, that was the Spurs' <clears throat> last championship. So that yeah. little time, that's when the big three with the Celtics got together. Started to form, yeah. Yeah, and then the Lakers, one after that. The back like, end. That, that little, Shaq and Powell. That I little, mean, Kobe and Powell. Yeah, that little part in time, that probably you would have had the weather that little five years or whatever for the ranch to develop. But yeah. after 2000, what, it would have been 11, 10, 11 after Kobe won that second like, one? It was, was wide open. Who would have beat a team with Aldridge and Durant? And if Brandon, well, Brandon Roy got hurt, but if he didn't get hurt, yeah. a, a three, a big three like that, nobody beat him. Right, and all off the all off of the draft. Right, you know what I'm saying. So that that definitely would have been uh, something special. And the reason the reason Dorf family in Chicago just doesn't oh, yeah. love any of us. Look, I know, cause I cried. I cried. I was like, wait, Durant, we could, oh. Yeah, when after the see after the couple of twos, let's see the fight. I said, "Oh yeah, we this we messed it up. History, we but, messed it up, <laughs> right?" You know what happened. So, uh, just kind of like recapping last season, last NBA season, which it literally was a calendar year uh, for the season. Um, the season started in on time in October of nineteen. If, yes. Yeah, it started. Like, it started like October, November of nineteen, um, and then the season didn't even end until it feels like yesterday. Uh, that the Wait, season. So ended. it had to be. They said seventy days since it started. So whatever seventy days was from Christmas, pretty much. I think that's that's got to be like September. Yeah, September, Octoberish. So yeah. it's de- this NBA season definitely did make a full calendar year due to COVID, um, and the NBA they implemented the bubble. Yeah. Uh, with the bubble being here, the bubble is like we can talk about mental health issues and things of that nature too. But the bubble, it seemed like it's the it sounded weird at first. Mm-hmm. Like you taking all these professional players, you put them on on one centralized location, like an AAU tournament, and they can't leave the premises. Right. For me, I love that kind of setting. Because I feel like that's, I like being around competition mm-hmm. and I like to be in the presence of competition too. So therefore, like, I'm always working. Like we always kind of, cause I always think about that too. Like what would Kobe have done? Kobe had done in the bubble. Like what mental edge would he have had in the bubble? Mm-hmm. Like some people, some people, they're starting to talk about the bubble now. And they said, uh, <clears throat> you could see Braun riding his bike. He would ride his bike around the bubble. And other players would just kind of be like, you know, because it's still that shock value. Not shock value, but we're at the age where it's Bron is big homie. Mm-hmm. Dudes behind us are looking at Bron like, that's GOAT. Like, he's been hooping since they was little. Right. You know what I mean? So we kind of grew up with Bron in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the younger players in the league, they were just saying like how it was like, it was just kind of like, surprising for them to see Braun just kind of around just like riding his bike and things of that nature so I'll, I'll often think about like what Kobe would have did right. uh, to just get mental uh, advantages because you know he's cerebral mm-hmm. with everything so uh, w- tell, me, tell me your thoughts about the bubble like how, how did it all pan out the bubble the idea of it was crazy at the beginning when you heard about it but then once you've seen how 
it was implemented and how easily it was done, you was like, oh, that was a great, that was a great option to do it, how they did it. Yeah. Because basketball, you don't, it's only 12, 12, 15 people on the team. So you can control the people a whole lot easier. Yeah. It's a lot less people than any, pretty much any other sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and the sport, yeah, fan, fans, that's one thing I know we're going to talk about that, how the fans, yeah. with the virtual fan and stuff, but like, it showed you that fans kind of don't matter as much as we think they do, as far as the viewer's perspective. Because yeah. when you're watching it, you not you don't watch the, you hear the fans and like yeah they be crunk and wild or whatever, but you're watching for the actual game, the entertainment. Yeah, then that's what the entertainment would come down to. So mm-hmm. um, they did a good job with the isolating people and just putting that bubble together because we ain't. We didn't have nothing. Like, if the NBA ain't been playing, nobody watched baseball this year. Football, we it was up in the air. That was coming back. So, the NBA, they did a good job as far as putting and implementing the bubble. And then also, visually, like, how they how they did it. They still implemented the fan interaction with the virtual fans. That yeah, was good. That was cool. But I also saw, like, how you were speaking about, like, what Kobe would have done. You, you could kind of see the players who... Were you saw who were focused? Yeah. Like if you watch the game, you saw what players were locked in to like. Okay, we here. Let's try to win the championship, or let's try to right. get to the playoffs. And then we let whatever yes. happens happens. Since we we all here, we just hooping. now we just hooping. Yeah. Ain't no distractions. I can't go to the club. My girl ain't here. My mama I ain't, got kids. ain't here. My kids yeah. Are- I, Child support payments. <laughs> I, I ain't getting bothered. She ain't pulling up on me or nothing like that. So yeah, it's um yeah, it was it's like your mind is pretty much free at that point in time to just focus on what you got to do at hand. And I think the person that that you saw, it was a couple people that tapped into that, like that you saw they performed it, like Lillard, Murray, uh, Mitchell, mm-hmm. um, and then Ultimately, like you saw how Le- LeBron, how he played, was like you can tell his mind was I'm going to. It was on basketball. It was yeah. I'm going to win this basketball tournament. That's pretty much what it was. It's a basketball tournament, and he was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna just win it since I'm I'm here. Yeah. And so he took it serious, and a couple teams and players didn't, as you saw. Yeah. But um, it was good. It brought out a competitive. Edge and certain people, like especially with that that mental aspect. Once you your routine is broken like that for months, yeah, like, that's that's hard. Like we see it in, during COVID, like we can't yeah. even do certain stuff. Yeah, we can't go certain places. But they really couldn't leave uh, a location premises for a couple months. And so I I like that. I thought it was real good. Um, yeah, the competition. You saw a lot of breakout players, and yeah. I think that just gonna push the lead forward as far as the for the development of their younger stars because yeah. you saw a lot of players like shine so I think the league once these older players once LeBron finally leave and whoever else has been leave for 12 15 years once they start to doing a lot you're gonna see how this that little bubble experiment right there how that's gonna affect the development of the players going forward yeah absolutely and that's you know and you bringing up like the player development too. That's that's something that I, I did notice. Like, um, some unexpected players from Toronto still did they think? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, OG. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. It's like Ananobi, uh, An- Ananobi or something yeah. like that. He definitely stepped up. I saw a lot from the Magic. 
in the bubble last right. year whenever they played against the Bucks. Yeah. They got eliminated in the first round, but fast forward to now, you can see how that definitely helped. And yeah. shout out to Markel Fultz to getting that extension. Right. Um, but yeah, it's definitely you're definitely right. You did see some different players that were locked in. Um, and I got to give somebody some flowers here because I used to shit on this man a lot on the timeline. But I got to give KCP some love. I got to give KCP some love because he really, uh, I definitely just got to show KCP some love because what he did in the bubble this year, um, it was definitely something that I didn't see coming. Uh, During the regular season, pre-COVID, he was out there bricking layups, uh, just airballing wide open jumpers on the regular basis, not like once every now and then. But yeah, right. salute to KCP. You yeah. got that chip. Uh, salute to Deion Waiters. Got a, was gonna get a chip either way it go. Uh, so, so, right. so yeah, I just wanted to salute them. And so, uh, Lakers eventually became champion. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't lose much, and they. They added Montrez, Sixth Man of the Year. They added Dennis Schroeder, runner-up to Sixth Man of the Year. Added Marcus Saul. They re-signed Kuzma, but I think that that's a lot of gas for trade bait. Um, they brought AD back. I don't think anybody expected him to go anywhere. Um, so just with this with this new Lakers roster that's been assembled here, uh, with pretty much all the same pieces are still in place. Are they like your favorite to repeat, or or they the repeats in your mind, or you got somebody else in mind? In my mind, absolutely they are. If they play to the level that I know that their talent is capable of playing to, as long as Frank Vogel doesn't, he has to do a even better job of coaching this year. Yeah. Last year, I feel like it was more LeBron. You saw it; LeBron was kind of controlling. The yeah. offense and stuff like that. But they played great defense. They had yeah, they shooting. Like, KCP stepped up with the shooting yeah. in the bubble and, like, with the energy. So, this year. Morris twin, too. Oh, yeah. He made he made shots he, last year. Critical shots, looked I like, never thought. Looked like the better Morris brother. You know, the other <laughs> one averaged almost 20. Yeah. But he looked like the better one. Uh, yeah, I think if they get the correct formula as far as to how they have a certain way of how they want to play. Like what their sets and what they're gonna do, like use their strengths. If they use their strengths to their advantage, they it ain't nobody that can beat them. Yeah. Cause you got now I don't this is one thing I don't like though. I don't like how they're starting Schroeder at point guard. I myself would rather go back to how it was done last year. Put LeBron at point guard, let him start there, find you either let Wesley Matthews start. Or go find you another guard. Or go find you another guard that's small that can shoot threes and that can defend point guard. Yeah. Because that's going to be their biggest problem. All these point guards just doing whatever. But last year they got away with it because they had the size with Danny Green and KCP and uh, Rondo leading the floor. Rondo coming off the bench. He could guard some And he, Rondo knocked down jumpers. Right. And Caruso played good too last he year. Did. And now he almost he not in the lineup. Yeah, yeah, like you can he barely find put, any minutes. Right, he got put back on the bench. So if they just use their strengths, because like the game I watched, I watched yesterday, I watched the highlights of it, and I saw that they did use Gasol like how I wanted them to use Gasol in game one yeah. with his passing, his shooting, his posting up. I'm like, I'm like, that's somebody who can average twelve and ten easy, twelve, ten, and four easy, four assists easy. 
I'm like, if they use his passing with yep. LeBron's passing and cutting and Anthony Davis cutting and rim runs and trails off the bench giving energy, energy and just blocks, rebounding. Just doing what he do. Right. Like, and Kuzma, like, if you saw him play yesterday, he was just cutting off the passes. He like, he, and I like what he said. He said, I went, when we signed him, I went and watched tape of him. And I saw how good of a passer he was. I'm like, okay, that's somebody who locked in and want to get better. Yeah. Who wants to find out how to fit and within this offense and just, you know, make the best of his situation. He's like, you know, I know he, everybody know he's young. He wants to score 25 right. points a game. But he like, look, I'm winning championships. Let me fit in and just get what I can get right now. Mm-hmm. And so I'll just fit in like that. But, man, if they can just, just play to their strengths. Yeah. Like that size, that passing. um. On the inside, nobody should be able to stop them from getting like easy points in the paint. So if they right. do, if they, they use that, they make some, just make some shots. Yeah. I ain't asking Wes Matthews to be Clay, not asking KCP to repeat, even repeat last year. Just make some shots when they yeah. count, show up. Right, but they can play two, two different mm-hmm. styles. But they can play slow and fast with that Schroeder. Absolutely, you, like he can push the tempo too. That's a, that's great, and guards can't stay in front of him, so that's real good. So they can play two different ways, in my opinion, and they hands down should be the favorite. Yeah, and so you know what I'm saying, and I definitely do see the Lakers being a favorite as well because it's just, <laughs> I think, I feel like they just got it figured out here. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and. The season's not over, you know what I'm saying? It literally just started about a week ago. Um, and so I expect to see them make some moves, make some pieces, pick up somebody here, pick up somebody there. And Darren Collison is still somebody out there that's just kind of on the fence about coming back or whatever the case may be. Right. But Markel Brown's still out there, too. Mark- Shout out to 318 native Markel Brown. Shout out to Kel. Uh-huh. Great athlete, great defender, can make threes, Lakers. If y'all hear this, <laughs> facts. So go ahead and pick up Markel. You know what I'm saying? We need to we need to hang that jersey here, here in the town. You know right. what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man, it's uh the Lakers are definitely still like my my favorite here, and um, the runner up in which we didn't see, I wouldn't even call them runner. Well, they're not runner ups because the Nuggets were the runner ups, but the Clippers. And the Clippers that went through the most, not the lesser, uh, since the bubble ended, uh, it ended up being like beef, like between certain players felt like PG and Kawhi was getting favoritism. And, and if you've read the articles, then you know what's out there with Kawhi living in San Diego and flying, flying names flying and practices. Yeah. It's crazy. And like PG just whatever life PG is living. <laughs> um, and. So some players just didn't like take a liking to it, and on top of that, uh, Doc Rivers moving on to Philly, right. and they have a championship coach in Talu. Uh, he's definitely got that championship DNA with Laker days and uh, championship with the Cavs. You know what I'm saying as a coach. And so, uh, which how you feel about the Clippers this this year? As it, last night wasn't a good representation at all. They got beat by like what 40, 50? 50. Like, yeah, they got beat by they were down fifty. Fifty at half. Yeah, I've never seen that before. in an NBA game. It's right. the craziest thing I've, I've ever read in my life. I thought I was tripping whenever I looked at the scoreline. But, yeah, how how you feel about the Clips this year? This year, I'm even more down on them than I was last year. They lost a lot. Yeah. And last year, I at least had them. I was like, okay, they're I was like, they at least the third, second or third best team. Because yeah. I thought they could have beat anybody except the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, they either second or third in the West. And, um. Uh, Looking at their roster, I'm like, y'all lost too much and didn't replace it with enough. 
Like, how you look? Canard. Yeah, I'm like, you lost my, I'm like, you lost Montrez Harrell. He, last year, he averaged, what, 19 or 20 for y'all? Y'all replaced him with Serge Ibaka. Okay, yeah, he, yeah, he averaged 14 or 15 for Toronto. That's still five points, but y'all, so now Serge is in y'all starting lineup, and y'all moving Zubak to the bench, but he was a starter last year, so I'm like, who's going to replace that bench production? Is it, like, because I don't see Zubak, big Zoo, no. making no noise in the NBA, no, no time soon. No time soon. If ever. No he ain't time. making no real noise. Y'all got Reggie Jackson on the team, which is a waste of which I which is a waste, waste of a waste of spot. Yeah, waste of a spot because he he don't do nothing great. He does something, but he does some things good enough, That's which it. is terrible as an NBA player. I need you to do more. Right. Mm-hmm. So y'all got they got him. They got they, I said Luke Kennard. If he not wide open, he he useless because he can't. I ain't seen him done nothing with the ball ever in his life since or guard anybody. In, right in Detroit, I ain't seen nothing this year. Yeah. Um, they got. Who else is on that bench? Patrick Patterson been playing for years. I don't know why. He just he's a good guy to have on the team. I feel like he's, I think he's be, a good team. He's got he's gotta be a glue guy. Yeah, he's a glue guy, yeah. but the glue don't be sticking. He got <laughs> he that Dollar Tree glue. That's right. the glue he is. He ain't right. that Elvis. I need some Elvis. And the Clippers ain't got it. Yeah. And uh the the oh the main thing they didn't fix last year, point guard. Still, it's a gap. Like Patrick Beverly isn't getting any better. Yeah, Patrick Beverly is not. He's the worst starting point guard in the league, hands down. He's probably top five worst point guards in the league if you really look at it. But I saw one dude playing the other day for the uh, can't remember was it the either the Jazz or somebody. Some point guard shouldn't be in the league. I'm gonna look him up once we done with this, and I'm sending it to you. He was terrible, but. Patrick Beverly's down there with him. Yeah, like he's top five bottom, and you didn't get you didn't get better. You didn't get a point guard off the bench. You didn't get a new starting point guard. Your starters are you got a superstar in Kawhi, and you got Paul George, who is gonna be who looking right now. He's looking good. He's looking real good right now. Last night was a bad game. I mean, you don't have a bad game every now and then, mm-hmm. but but after those two, like. I know I don't trust nobody. I trust Serge Ibaka, but he can't do it like how he used to do it. He it's, he get up there. Yeah, it's not OKC or early. Right, he early get Rocker. up there. And Marcus Morris, I never never trust him. He's no. one of the players that I that in his mind he should be averaging twenty five to twenty eight a game. In his mind. In his mind. But I'm like, your game is the average thirteen. All right, that, thirteen and lock up. Right, and that's what that's what Doc Rivers didn't do a good job with last year, like establishing like a system. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But Tyloo, when I saw that first game, I saw okay, the system. He had a system. Yeah. Like people were getting shots in certain spots and at certain times. Because like last year, the Clippers would start off games. I saw a playoff game. They started. They let Marcus Moore shoot the first three shots of the game. I say this. This ain't. This ain't what I want. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm like, if you're a coach, that ain't what you want. You don't want Marcus Moore taking the first three shots of the game. First of all, missing all of them. But that ain't – I got Kawhi and Paul George. You ain't supposed to be the one taking all the shots. Mm-hmm. So, I'm more down on this year. They, I don't think they shoot it as well. They People to last year – even last year when people talking about shooters like Landry Shamit and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they are them, – them are bottom-tier NBA players. Y'all just saying they – Y'all just call them shooters because they can shoot. That's like not because it's the truth, right? Not because there are some knockdown shooters. They have the ability to shoot, but they not. Go- I'm not trusting Landry Shamit or knockdown shots. And now they got Terrence Mann playing a big role. I I don't trust them. I'm just not. I'm just not. I'm not so until they fix that point guard position. If they got a better point guard, I would have more faith in them. Yeah, but 
As long as Patrick Beverly is starting on your team, your ceiling, like Michael Jordan would say, your ceiling is the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Which, that means you ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. <laughs> so, yeah. And so, uh, now this, this is the interesting part here. Do we pivot to the Rockets? Do we pivot to the Suns? As far as who's like the next, yeah, best. like well, well, just 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 in order here, like because I think it goes Lakers. This is just just in in my mind, and top top teams in the West. It goes Lakers. I'll go. Oh, I'll go Suns. I'll just throw it out there. As I'll, the second best team in I'll the I'll go Suns. I'll go. I'll go Suns. Okay. I'll go. I'll, I'll go Lakers. I'll go Suns. Um, Nuggets still there. Mm-hmm. I'm undecided. I mean, you still gotta have. You still gotta have Clippers up there. You have Clippers next. Yeah. Clippers definitely next, and then um, the Blazers still there. Yeah, they're still around. We're still around. Um, the Warriors aren't going to be what they are because Clay blew his Achilles out, which is crazy. Um, another ooh, another team out Dallas. Dallas. I don't. I'm not too high on Dallas either. Me either. They need they need another score. Yeah. They need to score another score now. If Josh Richardson becomes that additional score, which I'm not too sold on him. I wasn't sold on him in Philly. Right. But maybe maybe Luca make Luke the Don make make a difference. You know what I'm saying for him. Right. Because I because when I watch him last year, I'm like I like him because they had this shooting. Mm-hmm. Like they had Seth could come out with a bench of shooting. Like they could space the floor with a lot of different shooters. This year, I don't think Josh Richardson is as good a shooter. He's not, well, he's definitely not as good a shooter as Seth, but I don't think he's as good a shooter as people made him out to be. Tim Hardaway Jr., I don't know what his game really is. Like, I don't know if he's a shooter or a scorer. I don't know. I still don't know his game, and I've been watching yeah. so I don't know his game. Yeah. Um, and their bench is kind of, their bench is real weak. Yeah. Like the Mavericks have a super weak bench, and I don't think people talk about that. Enough. So I'm not and Luca, if you want to be the MVP, like he needs some help. Like yeah. yeah, you can put up thirty and fifteen and ten, but you need help to get some dubs. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you ain't get no dubs, you ain't get no MVP. And they still missing twenty seven points a game in Prazingas. Right. And he's gonna always be in and out the lineup. Yeah. So I'm not as high on the Mavericks as a lot of people are. And so actually I'll just kinda of go through the set standings and like at this moment. At this moment, it's only everybody's played maybe a max of three games. Uh, at the moment, the standings it goes in order: Thunder, Pelicans, Suns, Clippers, Kings. That's a surprise. Spurs, Wolves, Lakers. The back end nine through fifteen is Jazz, Blazers, Mavericks, Warriors, Rockets, Grizz, and Nuggets. Nuggets are winless. And they're on three. Oh, and two. Oh, okay. That'd be all right. Oh, and two. But yeah, they'll be all right. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. time Turn around. But, um, like, it's some teams in here that I'm just kind of like, concerned about. I know the Warriors aren't making no noise this year because they're missing another 27, 30 points a game in Clay. Uh, plus, they, the Warriors actually have a lot of things to figure out, too. Um, so, going forward. So, let's kind of uh, move over to the Rockets. The Rockets have pretty much been like the offseason story ever since. Uh, Ever since they got off the plane from the bubble, uh, James Harden and PJ, they pulled right up at Turkey Leg. World famous Turkey Leg Hut. Turkey Leg Hut was good. If y'all got an endorsement, holla at your boy. 
facts. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, the Rockets, they kind of got a lot going on. I think it was, uh, uh, it's been another offseason where they've shipped out another point guard and brought another point guard in, got rid of Russ, brought in John Wall, mm-hmm. um, got rid of Dan Tony, brought in Cialis, black coach in the league, shout out. Um, got rid of Daryl Morey, and I don't know who their GM is. I think he's something. He's a black arm mix. I've seen a picture of him before, but I can't think of his name. Yeah, but uh, Daryl Morey, he's out of the picture, so out goes uh, the small ball. Small ball. In <laughs> uh, goes more modern day. Um, and so, yeah, so with the Rockets here and James Harden and PJ Tucker, they took a lot of heat for that, you know what I'm saying, from going from the bubble straight to turkey leg hut and as James Harden, James Harden, he has that a lot. Like, right. we've seen James get eliminated, then he goes to the club and he balls out. Like, we've seen James Harden get in, get blocked by Ginobili for a game winning three, then he goes right to the club. You know what I'm saying? Like, a man can't game. enjoy himself after work is done? And that's that's what I don't understand. Right, me neither. That's what I don't understand. I mean, I salute it. I right. salute it because everybody got to, you know, chill out on their own time, however they prefer Right, and I think what it is now, I think it's just um, with James wanting to go to Brooklyn or Philly, or let's just say, let's just say James just wants to get away from Houston. I think that it's actually a better idea if he stays because John Wall isn't the first three, four years of John Wall whenever he came into the league, like mad explosive. Um, I don't know if he's worked on his jumper a lot. Because we haven't seen him really like that. Right, like two, almost three years. Yeah, in almost two, three years, we haven't seen John on the floor. But they got added because they added John Wall. They got Aaron Aaron Wood. They kept Eric Gordon. Um, they brought in they brought in another big man. But uh, I'm drawing a mind blank here. But um, but what do you? How do you feel about the Rockets? Because I I think that they still actually have a shot if they just actually play, be together as a team long enough to uh, be on the floor. Right. When I look at it on paper, when I look at the roster, I'm like, I love it. Yeah. When I saw the roster, the whole roster, when they broke it down, I was like, oh, this talent-wise, this is the second This is the second best team in the West on paper. If they play today, potential. Because I'm like, at guard, you got John Wall, all-star point guard, 20 points a game, eight yep. assists per game, eight yep. rebounds. I'm like, okay, that's good. At shooting guard, you got the best one in the league. So that's 30 points a game right there. Yep. Small forward. I don't know who they're going with. I ain't watched none of that game. So I don't know if House is starting. I, I don't know I'll if, go Eric, or if they're going small with Eric Gordon. House. But, yeah. I mean, I would, he's a he's good enough to be on the floor for 25 minutes a game, 20, 25 minutes. Uh, Christian Wood, the dude they got from Detroit, is hooping. Like, underrated pickup. Very underrated. Last year, he was good in Detroit. I only know because of fantasy. He was putting in work. Yeah. So, he was putting in work in Detroit, and I was like, okay, once Blake Griffin come back, he's going to take from that. But they got him out of there. Mm-hmm. And the Rockets, that was a good pickup for them because not only can he score in the paint, he can stretch the floor, too. Yep. And that's what Houston, you know, that's what they love to have is that space. Known for. Right, that space. And so, if you got Harden and John Wall slashing, and you got some bigs that can step out, I mean, it's big and hard to guard. Yeah. Because you can't stop you can't stop Harden one-on-one, number one. I don't care who you is. Number two, John Wall, when he right, like, you can't stay in front of him. At him all. Either. At all. So, that's good. And then Big Cousins, that's 20 and 10 right there. If his foot, if he played even 
80% of 75% of the Marcus Cousins, you're still getting somebody that's 18 and 10, a couple assists, blocks a game. Yeah. Then the bench, like they can play multiple ways too. The bench, because you really can go small if you want to. I can put Tucker at the five or at the four, let him stretch the floor, do his thing like he did last year. You got Eric Gordon come off the bench. Um, they have, they got, they bench. Macklemore still on the team. Hopefully he keeps up what he did last year. Yeah. Last year was his best year ever. So if yeah, he can play at least to that. They'll be okay with that. And um, I can't remember who else they got on the roster. But when I looked at it, I was like, this team, I'm like, they really, they deep. And they can beat you in multiple ways. They can shoot the ball. They can get to that lane. And, like, that's the two best things you need to do in the NBA is get to the foul line, yep. shoot that three. Yep. If you can do them two things, you're going to always be able to win. You're going to be straight. All right. You're going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? And so I think that the, uh, the Rockets, you know what I'm saying, I think they eventually will be okay. They just need a little, you know, they need – a bit of time just right. to all be together, you know what I'm saying? Just to go out there and go hoop. And uh yeah, it's it's a few cats like they played uh five, six, seven, eight, nine. They really played nine people uh Saturday against Portland. Mm-hmm. Portland. So uh Oh yeah, they put in work against and hard no matter even all that stuff they talking, he didn't do this, he don't want to be there. I'm like, y'all saying he ain't working out or none of that. First game he come out, he dropped forty four and seventeen. I'm like, there's maybe two people in the world that can do that without no putting in no work besides James Harden. That's Durant and LeBron. They're the only two people who probably can go off like that without putting in no work in the offseason. So I don't care what y'all say. I'm still, if I'm Houston, I'm not trading James Harden for nothing. Like, you got to give me a, a big a big bag. I need multiple all-stars for that because, like, you just don't trade somebody that good for nothing. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I mean, and so and and they still have a few other pieces down there too. As I'm like kind of going through their roster here, like it's some names I just I don't recognize off the top. It's uh, J Tate, D Nuaba. Uh, I think I I remember Nuaba. I'm probably saying pronouncing his name wrong. Forgive me. I think he got for guys. He got a rookie or something. And then uh, S Brown, B Thomas, uh, B Capacolo. Um, so. Very, he is very underrated. Yeah, so I mean, it's, it's some pieces here. So, but I, I think the Rockets they'll still be a okay. Uh, in in you know whenever it comes down to playoff time, I I think they still get into the playoffs and they'll be good. And uh, which leads me to the Suns. The Suns is one of the teams I'm most excited about because one of one of my homies he does hoop for the Suns, and I'm just happy to see him out of Detroit, in and now in Phoenix where he has the point guard. Uh, leading the floor with Chris Paul, uh, D Book is one of the best scorers ever, but nobody gets a chance to really see him because he plays in the desert, and the Suns really haven't done much of shit. Uh, not not to his fault, but franchise just don't put pieces around you. Just like we saw, the Pelicans barely put pieces around AD whenever it really mattered. Um, and even shit, even if you want to go a step further, whenever. The Chris Cavs, Paul was here the first time. yeah. When Chris Paul was here the first part, first time, they they didn't, uh, and even the Cavs never put pieces around LeBron until right. this the second stint. But yeah, the Suns is another team I'm excited about. I think that they end up cracking <laughs> that top five. Excuse me, I think they end up cracking that top five in the West, um, and I think they end up taking Dallas's spot um, unless Porzingis comes back post All Star and really just gives people buckets. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's that's how I see it there. The Nuggets are still going to be good. Uh, I would love to see Michael Porter kind of. I feel like Michael Porter doesn't have any. 
how can I say? Floor awareness. I think that's that's the best thing. Or let me just say basketball IQ. His basketball IQ offensively definitely needs to be improved because I feel like in, in the bubble, I saw him shooting. I saw him shooting some ridiculous jumpers and taking some terrible shots in critical moments. And, right. you know, I respect it. Some people want to be the man. I get it. And I respect it. But when you got Jamal Murray over there giving breaking boys off for 40, 40 plus uh, multiple times in a week. And you got Joker over there giving breaking boys off with triple doubles. Oh, you know what I mean? Like it's. I think you know. It, you sometimes you got to play third fiddle, my boy. Sometimes you just got to. So that's how I think. Uh, that's how I see it with the <laughs> with the with the Nuggets and a team that I'm I'm really interested in because I want to. I want to like. I really want to support. I really do. But the Pelicans just don't. They don't. They don't do it for you. It don't do it for me. It's it's it's. Wait. It's Stan Van Gundy. Yeah, the, the fat Van Gundy is in, is in New Orleans, and that's like, yeah. He's yeah. the better of the, and to me, he's the better of the Van Gundy coaches. Uh huh. The other, the other one's a better commentator, but this one, I think he's the better coach. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's just it's just kind of like I'm just kind of looking at it, and I'm like, okay, well. Uh, they got their breaks changed on Christmas, but that's more due to the the Heat were just red hot in the first half. Well, let me scratch that. Duncan Robinson was red hot in the first half. He had like six threes against the Pelicans on Christmas, and they never could recover right. from that. So uh, the Pelicans is, is a team I'm interested in. I'm glad they did the right thing and paid that man and Brandon Ingram. Yes, sir. You you pay that man. You yes, make sir. you make sure that he stay in the city. And uh, so, hi, what what you think about the Pels going forward this year? I uh, I need to see more of them, but I like their starting. I love this. I like their starting five. It's just their depth is always like they depth this year. It ain't it ain't really good. Like once you get past that starting five, you're looking at the first big man you're bringing off the benches, Nico Miller. I'm like, so, I'm like, come my on, my goodness. I saw him shoot two threes the other game. I'm like, come on. Right. I'm like, coach, that ain't the play. That that ain't the play we we draw up. No. Three for Nico Melly, fresh off the bench. <laughs> so him, uh, Jackson Hayes got the athleticism, but he's young, and uh, he's he's another one of the players who needs to work on their basketball awareness. He reminds me of Tyson Chandler, but that's very just raw, raw, not not as yeah, very raw, not as athletic Tyson Chandler. Yeah. So yeah, he like he needs some work. Um, who, who's the other guy? Nikhil Alexander. Last year had some good moments, yeah. especially early in the season. Um, I think he needs to step his game up if he uh, if they want to make some noise. He should be the person to come out the bench trying to average a good fifteen points yeah. a game for you. Absolutely, he got the skills. He just needs to hone them and put them to work. Um, like they got JJ Reddy coming off the bench, which is always good. You always need that shooter. I will put him in a starting lineup personally, Same. even though he's older. That, that shooting and he's leader. He's right. leader. That shooting is what you need when Zion's on that court at all times. Zion and Ingram, because Ingram, Ingram can shoot, but he's not there yet as consistently. Even though his shot was way better last year, and yep. he improved that range. But if you watch, I watched him this year, and his game last year, his game went up a level. This year, you can still see like it went up even more. Like he's just a better basketball 
player, period. He knows how to get to his spots. Yep. He His moves have gotten better. His handles gotten better. His jump shots gotten better. He attacks the rim, even though he only like 190. <laughs> if that, he attacked the rim, he can finish. I like, I like, I love Brandon Ingram, what I'm seeing from him. Um, the, the thing, I don't understand how the holiday ball backcourt didn't work better last year. Because they're great on defense. Right. They're great on defense, and they should have been getting out on a break at all times. The whole team should have been just running the whole time. Oh, yeah. So I don't know how that didn't work. Maybe just the, off the system they was in. Um, But I like what I've seen from Stan is, like, he's giving them a lot. He's giving this player a lot of confidence and a lot of freedom to do certain stuff. I mean, I've, I've seen Eric Gordon. Not Eric Gordon. Eric Bledsoe shoot a lot of threes already this year. Yeah. He, like, in transition, he's shooting them. Lonzo's pulling up and shooting them. With confidence. Right. Josh Hart is coming off the bench. He's getting some shots up. And so he's, like, enabling them. He's, like, to play more freely. But also in the half court, they got a lot of better sets now to yeah, where Zion is getting a lot of better stuff around that rim where yeah. it needs to be. And, like, their half court sets have gotten a whole lot better. Just in them three games, the two, three games I've seen, their half court sets are getting better. So they're going to be fighting for them between this, I give them that six to eight yeah, spot. Because I think they're doing like a seven to ten playing playoff something. Tournament, yeah, they doing, they brought the uh, playing back. Yeah, so the Pelicans going to be down there at the bottom. They're going to be fighting, though. It ain't going to be easy. And I also think, I know you like the Suns, but I saw them play. They got issues outside of Chris Paul and Booker. They got too many issues. DeAndre Aiden, I don't, he got the talent, but I don't, he played, he started playing basketball late. Mm. So his development is going to be a whole lot longer than some of these other big men, young big men in the league. Like I saw him, I was like, oh, he got that athleticism, he got the speed. I'm like, yeah, he can block shots, but he doesn't have the IQ. He examined playing on them. Facts. It's certain stuff like you just when you play basketball long enough, you know you just feel certain stuff. Yeah. Like on the court, and he doesn't have that awareness yet. So I'm he gets in a lot of foul trouble early, and then they got to go to the bench early. And now they bring in the boy from Scotlandville, and mm-hmm. he ain't been in enough games to where he got his reps up yeah. to where he's a you know a viable uh, sub. So they got a lot of um, they got a lot of issues. They got from, question marks. They, yeah, they got question marks. Besides those two guards, then those forwards are coming out the bench. I don't Sarge and Cam Johnson. Sarge, ain't, Sarge ain't never been in. I don't trust. Like, yeah, I, I just don't trust. Sarge ain't never been in, and I I saw it in Philly, and it was even worse in Minnesota. Uh, but I think I think the Suns, I think they'll be able to weather the storm a little bit. I think that they're more so on the side of the outscore you instead of uh, beat you defensively. Um, because I just kind of look at how like they roster set up with, I just see I see mad scoring all around. Chris Chris gonna give you anywhere in between twenty to thirty on a regular. But the, I don't I don't know because I've watched him and he it don't I know it's early but I, we forget Chris Paul is 35. LeBron's thirty six so Chris Paul is about the same age so yeah thirty five so he's getting up there he ain't the same. He can blow by you, people. <laughs> now, if he get if he average eighteen, maybe I don't know if he get into that twenty twenty one point that he was at like a couple of years ago. Yeah. So that's the thing I'm hesitant on about them, and uh, that's why I like my Portland Trailblazers a whole lot more this year. Because um, yeah, I, I think it's all, it's almost our time. 
Hopefully. I hope so. I, I love the Blazers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I definitely do love the Blazers. It's, the Blazers is one of those teams that I – they've always just been right there. You know what I mean? Like, y'all – the Blazers have always been, like – We're going to be around that five seat. Yeah. We, that's what we stay – we're going to stay around that four, five seat. We're going to be – we're going to either host the playoffs, uh, yep. host the series, or we're going to be the – on a roll. Are we going to profile? Oh, we in the... Yeah, y'all in the mix, always. Yeah, always. This year, but this year, I like the fact that we picked up Covington, from stolen from Houston. I don't know from, how we stole him. I didn't know we had him. Stole him from there. Houston. He didn't want to be there. Uh, stole him from Houston. Got rid of Whiteside, so we ain't got him in the locker room, tearing stuff up and not playing uh, defense. Like, not playing defense and not giving nothing on offense. So, yeah. I like that pickup Covington because he can guard them threes. He can guard them fours. Some of them. He can space the floor. He's he's a better defensive option than Carmelo Anthony and a better three-point option than Carmelo. So that's the way we can just have Melo coming off the bench and you just hit for buckets. Yeah. Come off the bench for buckets. Y'all can play together because he can guard them threes when you can't because you can't move no more. Yep. Uh, Dame and CJ going to always give you buckets. Trent Always. Jr., gonna, he's starting to shoot. I saw Simons making some threes. I Trent Jr., okay. he was another one in the bubble that went crazy. Right. Yeah. The guy he can shoot that good because he played at Duke and that system wasn't for him. But he's a better NBA player than the college player. Yeah. But big Nurkic is back. Nurkic is back healthy. Um, Zach Collins, I think he coming. He coming back soon. Picked oh, up Zach. Picked up Harry Giles, another young athletic big. So I like I like our chances this year. Still think the Lakers gonna mop the floor with us, <laughs> but I would love. I think we can make it to the Western Conference Finals and lose. And mm, it ain't going past six. I'll give us a loss of five if we get to the conference final. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. You know what I'm saying? And so, but next I, year, our year, LeBron. Well, once LeBron, after LeBron went number six, then it's gonna it's our time. And you know what? That's exactly where I was going next because uh, this is what I forgot to mention about the Lakers. We're gonna double back to the Lakers real quick, and more now, more so just on LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron has four. Six isn't far away. Like, right. <laughs> like he can grab it now. He can, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I know it's it's this group of people, uh, the Jordan stands that are six and zero is always six and zero. Like, but Brian went to how many finals in a row? Like, was it eight, eight in, a in a row? And he didn't play against scrubs, respectfully, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, who was really on like the Suns team when Jordan played against them? Was that was really just breaking boys off? You're right, because Bar- I mean, obviously they had Barkley with MVP, and they had Kevin Johnson was a nice player. People say he should be in the Hall of Fame. He was averaging 20 around that time. Dan, and, but uh, and you know, Dan Marley made some shots. But uh, if you put Dan Marley in the league right now, what is he doing? Is he looking off? Thank you. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, like you know, so but that's that's a whole different tangent and argument about like. Jordan's competition in the finals and Braun's competition in the finals. And if you ask me, I think Braun has had the hardest, hardest road to four championships ever. He's played against all the, the best Warrior teams. He's played against really good Spur teams. He's played against uh, the, the Heat champ. Beating the Heat wasn't the best team, but I think the circumstance... Is okay. even wilder to have what it was like a month and a half break of basketball. 
It was long. It was like five. It was like five months. Okay, it was five months. Yeah, my my mind, my mind is clouded. Yeah, it was a long. Twenty twenty was a long. It was a long time. So, you know, to be hooping, to be playing the best basketball that you have played as a team, then to stop playing, then to restart playing in a in a one location. Yeah. And to continue to fight for social justice and to be a, a, a beacon for social justice. And to push the issue and to constantly not back down. You know what I'm saying? To not shut up and dribble. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, I don't know. Last year's championship for Braun was, was really, really good. But, uh, yeah, going back to the topic, like, Braun getting the six or possibly getting the six. Do you think that that, do you think that those people move the goalpost again? Or do you think they finally give him, like, one B? They, they got to move they got you just gotta move it. You gotta some people are just gonna stand with their guy no matter what. Yeah. Like if you ask some certain people from back in the, the older days, they probably still tell you Kareem or Magic Johnson was the best player they never seen. And they just saw and they just saw Kareem, Jordan, Dr. J, they ain't seen all of them. They're still they're, and even right now they watch LeBron, they'll still say, Oh, but he ain't no Kareem or he not no large one. Right, he's he not no magic. Magic. People, some people gonna ride with they got, but I think you have to. People are judging LeBron's career off of now. I mean, you're supposed to judge it off of now, but I also be looking at it kind of down the road. I'm like, when he's done, where he's gonna be at? Yeah. Because I'm like, when he's done, if you look in the, because if you pull out the basketball record books, once LeBron is done playing, <laughs> he's gonna have them all. His name will be in the whole life. And if kids pull it out, they will be like, man, this LeBron James dude, his name on every page, and he number one on the whole bunch of stuff. Assists. And not in just regular season. Playoffs. Playoffs, <laughs> he's probably number one. He'll be number one everywhere. Probably except not, maybe not blocked and probably not steals. But he might be up there and still too, but he yeah. gonna be up there. Yeah. yeah, he gonna be number one on so much stuff when he done playing. It's gonna say, and then you know all the stat, the statistician nerds they bring out the first player to do this, first player to do that. Oh, he he's been the first player to do a lot of stuff. Thanks. All those thousands of points. So who first to ten thousand? LeBron first to twenty thousand. Quickest to thirty. Quickest to LeBron. Mm-hmm. All that he got all that. Yeah. So when you look at once he's finally done, if he gets to six. If let's say when let's say he wins the next two, so that'll be six and he'll be six and six, so he'll be five hundred. That means he's played And he is, didn't take any years off. What year this is? This is your eighteen for LeBron? Yeah, this is your eighteen, because that's your seven. So eighteen, so nineteen, that'll be twenty. So that means he'll win twelve times in twenty years. That's over fifty percent, close to what, sixty percent of the of the years he's been in the league, he's been fine. So at least every other year he's been in the finals. Every year. So if he's not there this year, that means he was there the next year. Facts. So Facts. when you look at it on paper and statistic wise, it ain't go it ain't no debate. I, Even, the only thing you can say is after, but Jordan does have has had an individual accolades that's still over LeBron like those what? Five regular season MVPs. That's still more than LeBron. Even though LeBron would have got number five last year, yeah, to finish right. Yep. Um, I don't like that. I don't like that they gave it to Giannis. He got that. It is what it is. He got that. He got still got. He, I mean, still. Oh, I can't wait to shit on the Bucks. He's still six and zero, even though Jordan. I mean, Jordan. That's the thing. People always say Jordan six and zero. Like Jordan played thirteen years in. Uh, not thirteen. I don't gonna say thirteen, but from eighty five to ninety, ninety. When he left, 98? 96. 98. But when he was done with the Bulls, that was 98. 
Okay, yeah. So it's 13 years, but he didn't play really two to three, two, two and a half. He didn't play those two. So that's what, 11. Then one year he got hurt. So I'm going to give him 11 years. Yeah. So he went, i say he went six and 11. That's that's great. That's great, too. But it's like people just forget those five years that he didn't win, especially like early in Jordan's career and those early 80s. They brush it up. That's the thing about, that's the only thing I like about Jordan's argument is they sweep a lot of that stuff under the rug. They'll sweep that on a rug, but they won't give LeBron. They won't look at LeBron's situation and be like, they judge his situation off results, not off what actually like. If you watch what actually happened, I'm like, y'all judging for losing to the Spurs in 2007. Yep. Look at his roster. I think, and you know what? I think that's that's what it is. Like a lot of people, they'll they judge LeBron or they measure LeBron off of George's undefeatedness and. That and what he's done off the court, like, oh, he went and joined uh, his partners uh, in Miami yeah. versus where they look at Jordan, Jordan and they'd be like, he stayed and then he stuck it out. And it's like, no, like the game is meant to evolve. Right. Like everything is meant to evolve. Everything's meant to change. And so, I mean, and on top of it, if Braun wins MVP this year, wouldn't he be the first one to win MVP in multiple conferences? Kareem, no, Kareem. Kareem oh, okay. the Bucks and the Lakers. Anytime, but, anytime you're next to Kareem, you're doing pretty but good. But he also would be, obviously, the first to win with three different teams. Yeah. So. Exactly. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to be number one. He's the first to do a lot. He's the first one. He's the first to win. No, he's not the first to win the finals in both conferences. Kareem did that as well. But, like, he's... He's been the first to do a lot of stuff, but I can't wait to one day when me and you have this sit, sit down again and we visit. We gonna do a when we do the whole, well, however long about the Jordan versus LeBron. I got you know me. I got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I got a lot of ammunition. <laughs> I mean, I love Michael Jordan. Thanks. Like I love Michael Jordan. If I had one game, I'm picking him over LeBron. Same. Even though I think if I had a season, if I had to do a season, I'm taking LeBron because I think LeBron will give me more wins. But if I had season, one game. game. I'm taking, but if I yep. have one game, I'll take Jordan. That's how I'm wired. Yep. This is how I'm how I look at it. But when we do the real, when we look into the argument, and I pull out some, we go dive deep into how Michael Jordan came, ended up like six and zero and get to those. It's gonna people gonna it's, be shocked. Yeah, it's, people gonna be like it's gonna open some eyes. Yeah, it's real. Some it's real questionable, but questionable because Utah, okay, tough team. Air quotes. The mm-hmm. the Supersonics, GP, Sean Kemp. Oh, Hershey Hawkins. Okay, they, okay. I mean, they can score. You know, the Suns. They can right. score. They can score. All right. Awesome. The only real team, maybe the Lakers. And the that's the back end of back Showtime. End of, the back end of Magic. And the early but, black, black. But yeah, yeah, you know. That, 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 that's what I don't, I don't get to. Uh, Cause I can go real deep right now, but I don't want to get too much. Money. I got some ammunition, and I know people ain't heard, so we just gonna yeah. yeah, yeah. We just gonna, you know, that's that's the story for another day. That's yeah. the story for another day. Let's go to the what about the yeah. Eastern Conference? We ain't so, talked about them at all. Eastern Conference here, right? And um, Eastern Conference. I don't believe in the Milwaukee Bucks. I still don't. Okay. I still don't. And you know what? Let me. Let me rephrase that. The Bucks are a better team, but I don't believe in Giannis in particular. 
I feel like Giannis is one of those dudes too who's still kind of learning how to play basketball, and he's getting he's gotten a lot better. He's gotten a lot better over the course of every single season, every single year. He's gotten a lot better. Mm-hmm. However, I don't I don't sense the the kill gene in Giannis, the kill gene that as we as we talked about Brandon Roy, he got it. Yeah, the kill gene. Kobe had it. Rest in peace. The LeBron, the LeBron gene, or just the gene to make the correct play, whether if it's score or pass to the open man, or pass the open man open. You know what right, I mean? Yeah. So uh, I just don't sense that from Giannis. So I don't really, really see that. Um, the Bucks would be my. I'll put the Bucks as my third, as the third best team in the East. Um, I still have them behind. I have them behind Brooklyn as one. I have Boston ahead number two, and I have Philly at four. And I, you know, I would still, you know, what I'll put Toronto at four. I'll put Philly at five because I don't, I don't believe in Philly. I just don't believe in Philly, and I feel like, I feel like Toronto is still. I feel like Toronto is Spurs East. Okay. Um, and even even losing Surge, I think that they'll even figure figure it out. And to be able to kind of like put the correct pieces together on the floor. So um, my surprises in the East would be, I want to put the Bulls in there so bad, but we're just such a bad team. The only, the best things that we have going is our commentators and uh, Kobe White and uh, hopefully a healthy Zach Levine. So if we I make- love y'all. I love some of y'all. I love y'all young talent. I don't know who's the coach and who's coach. Oh, Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan. I love the young talent y'all have. That's all I can say. That's it. I just I love the young talent. I don't know what that means. And that's what I don't a bus. Know that's what, what a bus stop. They can. They can. <laughs> the Bulls funny. They can end up either seventeen and whatever with seven. They can even end up with seventeen wins, or they can end up with forty two 40, wins. Forty three wins. Like they're anywhere between that. That's what I see the Bulls at. Same. So that's that's how I feel about it. Same. And that's just with how they are wired there. Um, I just I don't I don't see them. I don't see anything really changing for the Bulls because it's just it's it's continuous pain. <laughs> it's continuous pain. Uh, some other teams that I think that that would be uh, surprising there in the East. I like we spoke about the Magic. I like the Magic a lot. Um, I'm interested in the Hornets. Um, can't can't stamp them yet, but I'm interested in them. Um, another team out there is um, I don't I don't like the Pacers. I just don't. I really don't. And I don't like the Wizards either. Um, but, you know, an- another good team would be, you know, Atlanta. I got Atlanta. I like Orlando. And I like Charlotte. So those are my bottom three. But uh, let's just start with Brooklyn. Uh, what are your thoughts about Brooklyn? Well, let's let's back up a little bit because I started to shit on the Bucks. So let's, <laughs> let's, talk, let's talk about the Bucks here for a second. Well, yeah. What you got for the Bucks? Um. Yeah, like you said, you are high on Giannis. I'm, I'm still indifferent. I love him. At I love the thing about Giannis. I do love his mind state, mindset. Like I feel like he does have the I want to beat people mindset. Like he has the I want to win mindset, and he he has that. Like whatever it is that I'm that competitor, he has the competitor in him. He does. Now the game is where. He needs, you know, he needs is where he needs that work. But I think I was listening to somebody and they was like, they say, is it possible Giannis plays out of position? 
Mm. And so I went back and I watched. And I watched him play and I'm like, yeah. I'm like, he's more effective when he's dunking the basketball. Yeah. I'm like, you want Giannis dunking and slashing. So they was like, are there really any centers anymore? Like, any big center that's just going to be under the goal, like how uh, any Alonzo Mornings on Matumbo. Facts. You know, the, the, the regular center, how you used to be a big seven-footer just the under anchors. the goal. Yeah, the anchors. Yeah. They were like, there's not really any more of them. So, there's like, it's, it's kind of like a power forward center now. But Giannis is, if you, Giannis should be used more like a center instead of used as a guard, like how to use it. He's on the perimeter too much. He is. He doesn't have the basketball, the passing skill. Decision making to be on to be outside of the paint making decisions like that. He's not that good of a passer, and he doesn't have that that natural pass instinct. Whatever it is that passers can the stuff the pass like how you said how LeBron passes people open. Yeah. Giannis don't have that, and I don't. He doesn't have that. You know that the passing period. He don't got it. It's not that he's not that good of a pass. Yeah, he averages assists, but he's not a person that can pass you open. He he's not the person that sees the rotation or whatever or knows where you're supposed to be at. He don't got that passing ability. He's more his most effective thing offensively is him dunking. So I need to be having stuff where he is dunking. So I need him as close <laughs> as possible to the goal. Therefore, I need him to either a post up or B, be a screener and roll it. I know he don't want to do that. I know your superstar doesn't just want to be the person that I just screen and dunk and looking like Tyson Chandler. That's fine. But if you want to use him at his max potential, he doesn't need to be shooting nothing outside of 15, 12 to 15 feet. I don't need him shooting it. The only way he can shoot a three, we must, we got to be up by a lot. This early in the game, he wide open or yep. something. You know, I'll yep. let you, you can shoot a corner three or three. You can shoot a three, but at certain points of the game, if I want to be him to be as effective and as dominant as I know he can be and as I've seen him be, it's when he around the goal. Mm-hmm. So I need he don't need to be working on his his post up from like Anthony Davis love posting up at about 18, 7, eight, about 15 to 18 feet. Yep. He posts up there because he can make that shot if he's forced to shoot. If he can't get to the goal, he can make that shot if he's forced to shoot it. Giannis, you can't make that shot. You can't do it. I don't care <laughs> if you shoot 10,000 shots a day, Giannis, for the next two months. That shot ain't going to be for you yet. It's not you, playboy. Right, so I need you as close to the rim as possible. I need you to post up where Shaq posts up. I need you to be the first one running down the floor, not with the ball in your hand. Now, if you get a rebound and take off, fine, that's an advantage. But if I get the rebound, I need you to run into the front of the rim like how Dwight Howard used to do when he first got to the – when Orlando used him right, just run, just go early in transition, run right under the rim. I just need players for Giannis to be right under the rim so I can have him dunking and putting and grabbing rebound, offensive rebounds and dunking. And then from there, you can pass the ball out of the post when you get double team. You can pass the cutters. It's a lot of stuff you can do. That's one thing people forget. It's a lot of stuff you can do from the post. Like, Absolutely. You just don't have to be outside. On the um, perimeter to make stuff happen, make you can play. make stuff happen in the post. Like my little small self, I'm five five. It was time where in even pickup games, recreational games, or I in real games, I would love to get down in the post. Like there was a time where I went and got in the post myself just so you can see stuff from a different angle. See it from a different. You can floor, see man, you can view. see the floor from a different angle. You call the defense to think. 
oh, what the heck is this little five five dude doing posting up under the door? <laughs> I'm not down here to scold. Now I now my driveway I done worked on some hook shots. Yeah. I ain't gonna try them in the game. I'm no better than that. <laughs> but I'm down here to get different looks. I'm down here to see what the court looks like from here. I'm trying to see well, is the backside is the backside open? Is the uh are they cheating from the top of the key? Is a cutter can a cutter come down? It just gives you different looks and that also helps you as a man and from from you seeing it from that way if you try, even if you're trying to score that from you seeing it from right there, that helps you as a passer. Because if I'm outside now, I know what it looks like on the inside. Exactly. I know what it looks like on the inside. I, so I know if I pass it down here and I cut here, I know if I was him down there, this is what I would be looking for. Yeah. So it just like that's what pe- people don't understand. Like that's one thing Giannis, and Coach Bud, and all those assistants he's doing. Put him in the post. And put him in the post and show him how valuable you can be in the post. Go watch some old Chris Webb. Thank you. Go watch some K. Go watch some KG when he was passed. Go watch Tim Duncan. Tim, Timmy. Just watch. Yeah. Watch if you just watch. You don't need to watch everybody. Everybody. I mean, you don't need to watch everybody. Just get you two. Shaq only had like three or four people. He said he would watch as big man. Yeah. Get you like two or three players to watch and just see what they did and how they did it, and just put add that to what your natural ability is. And Giannis would be yeah. a monster. He then he would really be. "Quote unquote, the best player in the league, or he could be the he'll be the MVP again, but he'll really be like the best player in the league if he just studies the game. If his coach and if the coaches yeah. put stuff around him for him to be more successful. And on top of that, too, like with with you saying that, uh, <coughs> pardon me, saying that Giannis does play on the wing and outside, that takes a lot from Chris Middleton. Right, that, that takes. And granted, Chris Middleton was an All Star two years ago. Uh, you know, off the strength, off the strength. He lost all last year. I think he lost all last year and the year before. If okay. I'm not mistaken. And but I mean, I, I think his game would just go to another part of Chris's game would be unlocked if Giannis goes down to the block, right. because, like you say, just just setting screens like back doors that opens up all your shooters. I just looked, looked up their roster: Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Uh, I it's. Divincenzo, Dante. Yeah, you got uh, Connaughton. He's he's a shooter. Um, even though he was in the All Star game for like dunking and all that kind of stuff, that was crazy. Yeah. But um, I've definitely seen him shoot the three ball. DJ DJ Augustine, consistent uh, from the three point, and I've seen Tony Craig knock down some good jumpers too. Oh, they got him too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, that's a good pick. so I mean, like Brooke Lopez still shooting three. He can still shoot a three whenever he, you know. Mm-hmm. He, he straightens the floor. That too, and yeah, yeah. Brooke Lopez is still there too, and I, I missed him on, on the list. And so, but if Giannis goes down to the block and he sets those screens, like you say, and even just even even maybe not making cross court passes or cross through the paint passes or anything of that nature, like even if Giannis were to be able to go down to the block and just just draw a double team, draw double teams, that's gonna leave your boys wide open. Right. Like Drew Holiday, he's pretty automatic from el- elbow backward. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like like elbow backward. He's and you he's, have the shooters. Giannis makes it. Giannis right now makes himself too easy to guard. Yeah, he does that it to himself. The problem. They he does it to himself, and also the coaching does it. Coaching always plays a part in it too. If the player can't get it together, that's when the coach supposed to step up and be like, "Look, I see where you're, the coach is supposed to know where your strengths and weaknesses are, and so do you. But they should also know that too." And I'm like, you can't. This is the NBA. You can't be able to sag off somebody 15 feet and take them out the game. You can't. Like that should be that's, right. that should be impossible, especially the M- the MVP. 
he he's he was he's too easy to guard. Yeah. So he got to That's he needs to add that. If he has that one element, just post up. I feel yeah. it. Post up close to the goal. I feel like and, that'll unlock so much more of him. And on top of that, prior to Kawhi getting to Toronto, I've seen the same defense eliminate Giannis two times in a row prior to Kawhi. Every year. That's how they and, go out. And fast forward. Like, fast forward to current day. Like, you build a wall around Giannis and he still hasn't figured it out. Okay? MVP of the league, right? But hey, maybe that's me just being a hater. That's the regular season. That's the regular season. Like, it's hard to... Like, people don't realize it's hard to game plan with somebody. Like, if we playing somebody different every single... Every other, every other night, every night, like... It's hard for me to lock in and just hone on what you do well and what you you know what the weakness are. Seven game series, it's all about you. Yeah. I've been watching you for the last couple. Of, I've been watching you for the past week before we even played. So I know I know your tendencies. I know what you're good and what you're bad at. So I'm just locked in on you, and it's not hard. Basketball ain't that hard to it's figure not. out, especially if you got time to figure somebody out. Oh man, especially if they're limited as. Uh, has a huge flaw like Giannis got. Then his flaw is he don't know where he should be playing. Like he's not playing the right right spot on the basketball. Right that's the that's his flaw. Not his jump shot. I mean, I don't care too much about his jump shot outside of that little fifteen feet. Because if you can get to the fr- if you can get fouled and you can make it free throws, that eliminates all that shooting stuff. That's all I'm worried about. That's it. Put him under the goal and put him in the right position to you know a better position to succeed and to help the. That would help the team, not just having the team. Facts. So, what about Brooklyn? Would you, like Brooklyn? First of all, I'm happy to see KD back on the floor. Welcome back, Kevin Durant. Uh, welcome back, Kyrie Irving. He was gone. He missed a lot of the season last year due to like a, a shoulder injury, if, I, if I'm correct, or a shoulder procedure. Shoulder, foot, knee. It was something. Yeah. It was always something. Yeah. Kyle always got something going on because he's one of those. He's a guard that likes to play under the rim, like. Right. Take it from Derrick Rose. Take it from Darren Williams. You know what I'm saying? Like, <coughs> you got to change your game. You have to change your game if you want right, longevity. That, right. That contact get real. Yeah. After it, the year, what, he even came to the league in 2010 or 2011. Yeah, you and me. 2011, yeah. so that's what, like nine. That's the year 10. That's, that's a lot of bumps. It's, it's a lot of bumps on the body. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming into the league with bumps on your body. Right. Uh, so, yeah. What you, what you think about Brooklyn and what Dinwiddie just – Tearing, partially tearing his ACL. Yeah, that's bad because that then when it was just a like another extra piece, another extra score for him. That dude, he averaged 19, 18, 19 last year. Yeah, and now he was now he's coming off the bench with uh Chris. with Levert, and that's both of them can average. Both of them was averaging around 20. That eighteen to twenty mm-hmm. points a game. So that's just that's a huge blow when you losing that many points off your bench. When you losing that many points, period. But especially off your bench because only look now. I really think only LeBert can really score off the bench. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they roster look like. I'm about to pull it up right now as we speak. But I know the start the starters like with Durant and Kyrie in the East. That's gonna get you. That's gonna get you the first or second seed. Yeah, you because as you can see, they are pretty much un, both of them are unguardable one on one. So to have two unguardable players, two players that are unguardable one on one on the same team at the same time that can score from anywhere. anywhere. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to stop that because it ain't got like defense. I don't care how good of a defender you are. If somebody can get buckets, they gonna get the buckets. Facts. I don't care what kind of defense you play. Unless you, if you ain't fouling, then the defense, then the offense has always uh, got the advantage. So let's see what they roster look like because they gonna score them points. They are gonna be the number number one or two seed just with them three: Levert, Durant, and Irvin alone scoring. But also that Joe Harris too. 
He give yeah. boys buckets. Very good shooter. I didn't know he out of coming out of Virginia. I knew he was gonna be. A, I knew he could shoot, but yeah. I didn't know he was gonna be able to shoot like that. Like he's starting to make them threes. Like oh, he can just catch it and fire it up when somebody coming out. He can mm-hmm. shoot it floating to the side a little bit. Like he just starting. He's a shooter. Like he's really a shooter. So he, that just he Kyle Corver with it. Right. They keep that floor space. They got the big man on the go, Allen and. DeAndre, that's that's a rebounding in your rim protection. You can swap them out. Yep. Uh, Torian Prince, that's just some defense off the bench. Yep. Jeff Green on, on another team. On another team. So another team going to be the same inconsistent Jeff Green. We always see one game he's going to have 15 and 8. <laughs> this game he's going to have 2 and shoot 1 of 11. But that's okay. We still love you, Jeff Green. Six fouls. Maybe it's six fouls. That's right. That's my dog. He shook back from that heart stuff he had. Shout out. Right. I thought he was... I, I thought that was done. Yeah, I thought he was done. He's still elite. They got Tyler Johnson still on the roster, making a whole lot of money. As a matter of fact, <laughs> people forgetting Brooklyn gave oh, he got paid. Miami gave him a big bag. Oh yeah, he got paid. Big bag. Broke so, him off. So he's still on the, he's still on the roster. He at the bottom of it though, but he on the roster. Getting getting checks. They got my boy uh Kurt Kurtz. He can shoot a little bit. Don't know how much time he gonna get. Mm-hmm. But um yeah. <laughs> But after that, then we didn't hurt him because they ain't got a real backup point guard except Shamit and yeah. Tyler Johnson. And I, Landry Shamit, never liked him. Never did. Never liked him. I always thought his game was already. And Tyler Johnson, come on now. Yeah. I, I guess you pick your poison, whoever playing <coughs> best at the time. Right. Shamit or Johnson. So it's going to be that then we didn't hurt him because it's, it's going to be hard getting that offense right off that bench. But. If you can just buy enough time to keep them in the game, pretty much like how Cleveland did when they had LeBron and Kate, LeBron and Kyrie and uh, Love, just buy time. the bench, just buy time. Buy time. That's all we need. To, that's all you need to with scores like that. All you need the bench to do is just buy time. Don't give up the lead. Uh, and try to with the other team got a lead, just try to break into it a little bit. Just they just need some breaks, but they're gonna be fine. They're gonna be they're gonna find themselves in the Western and Con- Eastern Conference Finals. I'm. Absolutely, I'm pretty sure just off those two alone. Bar yeah, bar an injury, I think they'll be right there in the Eastern Conference Finals. And then uh, I'm I'm not a, I'm I just can't bring myself to root or cheer for the Celtics at all. But um, we all know Jason Tatum gives breaks boys off with buckets. I think the piece is Jalen Brown though. I think Jalen Brown is is the actual one that determines where and how far the seeds go uh, because he has uh, going back to IQ like he makes a lot of those he really sees them before things happen especially on defense right. he really sees it on defense and um, I think Jalen Brown is the piece and quiet is kept do you think Brad Stevens is a good coach or did does he just have a lot of talent We'll come back to it. No, no, no. We'll we'll circle back. Okay. Because I just have to think of, I just have to, you know, rejob my memory from those Isaiah Thomas days. But, yeah, we can come back to it. Yeah, we'll circle back to that. But uh, his out-of-bound plays never, are really I, good. Yeah. Because I, I want to talk about the Celtics now that we kind of – I want to talk about them. Yeah, they're, and, they're, always, they're very interesting. Yeah. The C's, they – Because I got some, I got some <laughs> Jason Tatum hot takes. Well, I have a Jason hot takes. Let them fly. So, I think – Jason Tatum can't be the number one option on us for a championship team. I think I think so too. I don't know if he's that good enough, especially not right now. I think there are just too many players that are better than him. Yeah. First, first of all, at his position, that I don't think he if he went up with him head to head 
with the with the team he got, I don't think he could be the alpha to overcome that other team. Like if he got to play against Brooklyn, he can't be the I don't have faith in him being the best player on the court. Because for them to win, he has to be better than Kevin Durant. Not He's happening. not going to be better not than Kevin happening. Durant. Not happening. For the, now, did they beat? They beat Milwaukee last year. No, they lost to they, Miami. Yeah, the Celtics, the Seas lost to Miami, and the Bucks lost to Toronto. Or did the Bucks lose no, to Toronto? No, 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 no. The Bucks no. lost to Miami again. Miami too. Yeah, the Bucks, Bucks lost to Miami. First. And then the Celtics lost to Miami. Yeah, then the, then the Celtics lost to Miami because yeah, because the Celtics beat the Raptors. The Eastern Conference Finals was the, the Celtics, Celtics and the Heat. Yeah, right. yeah. So yeah, I don't think if he plays against Giannis, I think if he plays against Giannis, he could probably be the best player on the court. I think so. If Giannis, you know, if his weaknesses show, but I don't think against a Kevin Durant, he, I don't think he could be the best player against if they get to the finals against a LeBron, he can't be the best player. If he goes into Kawhi, can he be better than Kawhi for – can he outplay Kawhi in the seven-game series? I don't think he's that good enough just yet. He got the – now, his skills are made. Yeah. I don't think they've just been honed enough yet. He got to still go through some – he's still young. Not so the he right gotta, coach. He's <laughs> – don't do Brad like that. Brad said, I got to the conference finals. Or was it twice? Man, he said I got to the conference final with Terry Rozier starting as my point guard. He said, "I'm come on now, scary Terry, like scary but, Terry." And then he get that, and he almost got that with Isaiah Thomas, who ain't and Jay Crowder starting. Yeah. Come on now, so he, I said he's a good coach. He a good coach, but um, he gets he's a good coach. I ain't gonna do a brand like that. I think his I think his team's talent just isn't as good as some people think it is. I know their roster just isn't as well put together as people think it's like. This year, I, this year is better because oh my god, the one play, my most hated player in the NBA, Brad Wanamaker, is finally off the roster, and I know they're super excited because every time he got in the game, the other team either expanded the lead or they took the lead because Wanamaker was that trash as a point guard. Worst, <laughs> he's in that bottom five point guard, probably the worst one in the league. He probably worse. He's worse than Patrick Beverly. I'm, I'm gonna throw it out there. Brad Wanamaker, he's the worst point guard in the league. <laughs> That's I saw you on Golden State shooting threes the other day. Trash. Trash. All of them. He's on Golden State bench now. You see how they doing? They lost by 70 points. <laughs> they can now score by 70 points. They got blues. Because they got blues. So they got rid of him. Um, and Marcus Smart is now starting because Kimba can't stop staying hurt. Yeah. But if Kimba can ever come back and be decent, they'll, you know, they're gonna always be in the mix. But I don't think People looking at the Jason at the Jalen Brown stuff. You looking at Jalen Brown. I'm looking at Jason Tatum. I don't think he can be your number one. Not yet, because he. I think he's just not raw. He's too raw. Yeah, he's yeah. not. He's not skilled enough yet, offensively and defensively, to be the best player consistently over those level of players. And also it's, that big man. But that big man, they, they, I like that they got. I saw them play a weird lineup. They started Tice and Tristan Thompson. Tice, that's I'm like, what I'm like, that's so, to me, I'm never doing it. Either I'm starting one or the other, and I'm definitely starting Tristan, Tristan. Thompson. I'm starting I, Tristan. I love Tristan. He can guard the, he can guard the bigs. He can guard the pick and roll. Love it. Yep. Offensive rebound king. Yep. I'm starting him. I, they, that's another thing they need to do, too. They need to find a real power forward. They haven't had one since Kevin Garnett left. Yeah. They got Jason Tatum playing the three- now, last year he was playing the four. They got him playing the three now, but they don't have because they don't have no real four. It's Tice. Like mm-hmm. Tice, 
Tyson's not a starting maple. He's not. He's definitely not. He's so. definitely. He's supposed to be a tenth. They're ninth. He's supposed to be a ninth or tenth man. He's definitely supposed to be a big man coming off the bench. Off the bench. He's not supposed to be starting for nobody. So they need to fix that. But I don't like Boston. I don't think they win just because Jason Tatum. I personally don't feel like can be the best player for a seven game series. JT definitely that has another level that he can tap into, and I, I feel like he he got it. But I think it's like you say, it's about honing in and then you know, maybe maybe coaching too. Maybe, I got a maybe, question. I got a question for you. Swap him and Brandon Ingram. Are they the same team? Are they uh, is Boston the same team? Or are they better? Are they the same? Are they, are they worse? Are they the same? Or are they better? If you swap him and Brandon Ingram. Boston as a team, if you swap them two. Ooh. I got. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. With with their with their fit, how, and I'm and I'm looking at the, the core and the core being Brandon Ingram and Jason Jason uh, Brown, Brown Jalen Brown, and then Kimba. the core being and Kimba and the core being what it currently is. I think I think they'd be a better better team. So that's your answer. So that's so now. I, I think they'd be. I think they would be a better team. Maybe by. Not by much, but I think what I've seen from Brandon Ingram, maybe because other people on Brandon Ingram's team doesn't don't demand the ball, yeah, like Kimbo or Jalen Brown or, dear God's sake, Marcus Smart demands the ball too, which is crazy to me. But I think if you, I think Bi puts them maybe five wins better. Wow, you think Brandon Ingram makes Boston five wins better? Five. I th- I think. I think it's five because I don't. I don't think that they would respect Bi like they respect JT just off of what they've already been through. Okay, now if you ask me that question, I think Boston may only be two games worse if they had Brandon Ingram over Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. So that should tell you a lot. If we're having a Brandon Ingram and Jason Tatum like argument, and there's it's not that much disparity between those two, and you you look at Brandon Ingram and not say he's a top. Off the top of your head, you would say Brandon Ingram is a top twenty player, top twenty five. Mm. So that should tell you right there that Jason Tatum, you don't that that, that deep down that you don't personally think Jason Tatum could be the number could be that type of guy, especially right now. Nope. So I just had to throw that. I just had to throw that out because Jason Tatum, I love I love Jason Tatum. I love his whole game, but I'm just yeah. I don't not yet. He needs. He needs those. He got to go through the grind those couple of years. He is, Jason Tatum is a more skilled teammate. Hmm. More skilled teammate. He don't have the athleticism that T-Mac had because T-Mac was, was a freak. Like b- before T-Mac started messing up, his knees started getting messed up and stuff. He's built just like T-Mac. He scores on every single level just like how T-Mac started off. And I... And one thing I will give Tatum credit to is he's definitely worked on his body. Like, right. And I think that's a cause and effect from LeBron. Like, we've seen, and listeners, I'm sorry that I keep kind of like doubling this back to LeBron, but if you look at the last, let's say, seven years, LeBron has changed his body every single year. Sometime even in between the season, we've seen his body like change. Right. And even like regular season body LeBron is not playoff body LeBron. And right. I've definitely seen Tatum, like, he's worked on, he's definitely worked on his body. He's definitely changed, and his his skill has always been there. Yeah. 
Right. He's worked on the skill. He's honed in on some some of the things he's really really good at. But I think that's just uh where where it really stops though. I mean, I don't I don't think JT is like that dude. And my, if CC, I know you're listening, and like CC is gonna like kill me for that. Like she's gonna call me whenever she is, and she's gonna like blast me for this. But CC, it's all good. You know, it's love. <laughs> but, oh yeah, when well, my cousin here, he he lived the Boston, big Boston. When he here, because he's gonna have his heart broken, but he's all he'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, he'll be all right. Tatum, I feel like I honestly feel like he he's but he's one of those guys that I, if he wins one and is the best player on a championship team, I'm not I'm not gonna be surprised. I see I see the talent, I see it in him. Yeah, just not just not now, but. How you say that, man? That team, please, ah, oh, man. So you got me thinking, like, was Tracy McGrady? Was he? How he was talented, but how was he? Was never one of those guys that could have been your one A because he couldn't get out the first round with nobody. He had. Oh, dude, with, with due respect, T Max teammates was like, what was the dude? Uh, he had a couple white. No, I'm not. Okay, now I'm not. I'm talking about the, uh, the, I'm rock, talking about the Rockets. The Rockets team. Yeah, the Orlando Magic team. I'll give him all that. Yeah. I would, uh, was it Pat Garrity? Pat, if Pat Garrity and Kelvin, <laughs> Kelvin, think about Pat Garrity, Kelvin, Cato, Scott Pollard, Kelvin, Cato, Cato, uh, Daryl Armstrong, Daryl Armstrong, the young Hedo Turk. Was, was it young Hedo Turk? It was. He had another white dude that was out there shooting them threes. Man, oh, those, oh my god! It's gonna, that's gonna, that's gonna like haunt me. I'm not gonna remember. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Cause I, I'm picturing right now. I'm thinking about all the old 2K and live games. Let's see. Here. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's see here. I definitely give T Mac a pass from Orlando because Grant Hill was hurt and that was supposed to be his help. But them, I don't give him a pass from Rocket Rockets, especially that year. One year they was up, I think three two on somebody and lost in the first round, and he had Yao. So I don't give him a pass. So I don't. Yeah, I was never that high of a teammate guy. Pat Geary. Yeah, that's crazy. That's no, it was. It's another. It's another white guy. When you and he had Drew Good as a teammate. That should tell you everything oh you need to know. God. <laughs> that should tell you everything you need to need to know about. He's in my he's in my top ten most. I hate it for you. <laughs> Drew Goods in my top ten. And so, just to kind of like pivot away from uh, the seas there, and it's not really much to really cover in the East. Um, well, we can say welcome to the Eastern Conference, Russell Westbrook. Um, the Russell, Russell, was, yeah, yeah, it's, it's last tough. place in the East right now. No, actually, we yeah, that last, that They wouldn't even put it in the alphabetical order. That's crazy, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. So like the Wiz, you know, with with Bill, I love Brad Bill, but I think they should he should got gotten up out of there and been he should either be in a Magic uniform by now or he should be in a Heat uniform by now. But that's just me. Um, I don't I don't know much of the Wizards roster to really even kind of give you any kind of like. Breakdown, I'll be honest. Um, I mean, I know the roster. It's not... I know the roster, but it's not no... Nothing to sneeze at. Or nothing to like, oh my God, watch out for the Wizards. Right. They got like... I mean, besides... After Westbrook, Bill... I mean, Bertans can make some threes. Thomas Bryan, he he plays hard. I like his energy. Uh, What's the guy? Rui from Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. Whatever his last name is. Um, He's talented. Uh, the guy Troy Brown off the bench, he plays some good men, but other than that, yeah. Right. Yeah, so they're gonna be fighting for the, the pretty much the teams that we're just going to skip over, I'll be honest with y'all. We're going to skip over Detroit. We're going to skip over Washington. We're going to skip over the Bulls. 
I know we're not skipping over the Knicks. That's uh, one and two. Yeah. <laughs> skipping over the one and two Knicks. Uh, I don't. Hey, listen, if you want to get your shit off on the Knicks, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Like the Cavs too. I mean, I'm surprised. I don't see much from the Cavs, hey, but they are three and zero. There and not. and Sexton had, I think. He either had like 30 or 40 the other night. So I'm about to say, we can have a small Cavs discussion. Because if you if you look at them on if you look at them on paper and talent, we put the talent together. Very underrated. Cause Garland, he's on my fantasy team. Given the word. I don't even know him. I ain't never seen this. I saw this dude play one game ever. But and I, but he's giving work this year. They saying Sexton, obviously he's scoring a lot too. I think both of them probably averaging twenty right now. Yeah. But people forgetting they got Drummond under the goal. That's an all star center who's gonna give you fifteen and fifteen, and two about two three box a game. Yeah. So you got a center, Kevin Love. I don't know if he's playing right now, but yeah, nine minutes the other night against uh, Philly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They still got Kevin Love, so that's a guy who can score fifteen. He can give you eighteen a game still, and and seven, and eight rebounds probably. Can't believe uh, Dante Exum is still in the league, but hey, that's what it is. Yeah, but I JaVel McGee is on the on their roster. He's on the roster. Got a dunk in on Sports Center. I check saw the other check day. Check him out. Check him out. Yeah, we'll see him on uh, the not top play. He's on the top play. We'll see him on not top play about yeah, a week and a half. We give it a week and a half. Yeah, so I mean, I guess I guess you know the Cavs. If they had more, a decent small forward, I would like them, but they don't have one. Yeah, more will unfold with the Cavs, so we'll be able to really see like where they are uh, come, let's just say Valentine's Day, <laughs> and uh, uh, who else? I mean, we can't skip over the can't not skip over the defending Eastern Conference champs in the Heat. Um, they right back at it. Um, I they're they're one of those teams, and you often hear people say this about football, right? They're better than what their record is going to show. And I think that the bubble was a good example of they team. Do I believe in Tyler Hero as a perennial all-star down the stretch? No. Do I believe in Duncan Robinson as a perennial all-star down the stretch? No. They Do they need another piece? Yes. <laughs> but, hey, y'all just hear, heard me say Bradley Beal to the heat, so... I, and, I, and I see <laughs> y'all. Y'all can't see this, but Tevin is over here like disgruntled <laughs> about, about the heat. Go, go. What's up? What's what's up with the heat? You don't believe in it? I don't. I don't believe in it. Not, no. <laughs> Last year they has they ran some good matchups. They played excellent defense, and they won. They won their. I say they. I say they won their game. Yeah. That's what they did. They won the game. I don't think they were more talented than a lot of people. They weren't a better uh, team. They weren't a better team than a lot of people. But they somehow they ended up winning their game because they executed. That's what. That's one thing they do. They he do very well is execute on on offense, especially they execute their plays well. But this year, I think the expectation of certain players on their team, aka well, a lot on. Robinson the number one, the number one um, guy that people are, I feel like, expecting way too much of is this guy by the name of Tyler Hero. <laughs> I like his game, but he not about to be no twenty five points per game score. Is he glorified JJ Redick? No, they're mm. they're different type of players. If I had to really. Let me see. If I really had to dig deep and compare t- 
Tyler Hero to somebody. He's probably more like one of those guards that was in the early 2000s that was scoring, but like the team wasn't really doing nothing. So if his if you look at it, he probably was more like a his effect is kind of like how Steve Francis' effect was. Okay. Steve Francis was on, even though he made All Star teams, like but he was like a big deal in Houston. But if you look at the stats, really. He shot his percentage was always terrible from the three and the uh, yeah. from three and, and, and from field. two. His free throws was his free throw percentage was terrible. He turned the ball over at a high rate, but he had those highlight plays and he could go off on certain games. And his team was always gonna be the Rockets were always fighting for like fifth, sixth spot. The bottom stretch. Yeah. I feel like Tyler Hero is one of those type of players. Like he's that's the level he would peak out for me, like Steve Francis, which ain't bad, but that's the level for me he would peak out. But he's not gonna ever be one of those top thirty players in the league. I forgot. I forgot when after he exploded for like thirty or forty in one of them games, like people was going crazy. They went nuts. Oh, Tyler Hero, he's gonna He's the one. Like, he's next up. He's gonna be this and that. I'm like, he gas, ain't gonna gas, gas. I'm like, he ain't gas. gonna be nothing. He's the, you know what? I think he's gonna. He's the sorriest. He's not the sorry. Let me refer to <laughs> He he wants to be what Luca is, but he's not gonna ever be as good as Luca. How he tries to play and how some of the stuff he tries to do, that's. It's kind of like that's the kind of guy he would want to be, but he would never be that good. Like, yeah, Luca. Luca's just like I'm extremely surprised. gifted. Tyler Hero, I honestly don't even think. I don't think he's a starting point, a starting guard in the league. But hey, the Heat do. But that's just their system. But I, I'm not. I'm not how he. I love Bam. That's my dude. Jimmy yeah. Butler. Don't. I don't know what's wrong. Something wrong with it. Why he don't shoot threes? On? JB, Why he don't attempt JB just don't believe in it. Like he's just even whenever he was with us in in Chicago, like he literally just loves mid range elbow jumpers, long twos. Yes, the analytic people are like it's the worst shot in basketball. You if you're taking a long two, you might as well shoot three. It's just not in JB's game. Like JB will post you up free throw line, back you down, shoot the jumper, fade away. You know what I'm saying? But I wonder how much does he realize that hurts his team by not attempting threes. And, he, and that kind of leads me to the Ben Simmons thing. Like, if you just shoot four of them a game, it it forces Terry Rozier to close out on you. It forces uh, Kobe White to close out on you. It, yeah. it forces Kyrie to halfway play defense. Uh, right, we're not it, playing four and five then. Exactly. <laughs> Noel's so. not getting double teamed. We're not gonna be able to, like when all those shooters are trying to run off screens, like the guard can like hedge to that side because you're not gonna shoot mm-hmm. it, so I can hedge over here so you can't get that pass off. And I and which brings me to Philly, right? And I think the fun is over in Philly because Doc is there now. I think all the fun is over. Um Grant, and let me kind of rephrase it a little bit. I think Doc is just gonna reel them back, meaning a lot of like the wild stuff that we see from Joel, it's kind of it's gonna go out the door now, uh, because Doc, I, Doc strikes me as more of a uh, serious serious kind of coach. Yeah. Um, I, I still believe that Ben Simmons needs to take jumpers. Um, I just don't understand how you can be on a basketball floor and not shoot jumpers at all. I don't understand it, but different game than what I played now. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> so that's especially when everybody else is doing it. Like, might as well get get you some up. Dog, I saw Rondo the other day. Uh, I didn't even finish. I didn't start the episode, but I saw a little clip. Rondo was on all the smoke, and he was uh, he was like, they asked him. They was like, yo, like what what really made you? Well, Stack and Matt Barnes. They asked him. They were like, what made you start improving your jumper in X Y Z? And he was like, he was like, shit, I seen niggas in the league shooting. Three for seventeen, <laughs> five for fifteen. Like, right? What the? What's the worst that you're been? You're Ben Simmons. What's the? They're gonna are they gonna bench you? What's the worst that can happen if you miss some threes? Thank you. Coach just be like, dang, you missed another one. That's really gonna be it. Or your teammates might be like, dang, you missed another one. Or look at you, a little funny. But you're Ben Simmons. You can miss, and nobody, and you can miss shots, and nobody cares. They're gonna cheer for the jumper, right? Like they're gonna cheer for the jumper, and, and bro, like whenever we were in BR and. We went through. We went through the. We went. We went through the full LSU hype hype train, the Ben Simmons hype train, the Leonard the, the Leonard for Fournette hype train, the and what was the the pitcher? Uh, it was like Alex. Uh, well, we had the Bregman, the, the baseball player, the hitter, but uh, we did have a hot pitcher. Too. It was a pitcher that was cold, but anyway, somebody on LSU's campus. I hope. Hope. I really hope that y'all shot a documentary for that because. To have those three athletes come through campus at the same time, uh, that's something that I hope somebody shot a documentary documentary for. However, going back to Ben Simmons, um, Ben not shooting jumpers at LSU and some of the things that went on at LSU, and he never corrected them there, which is something simple. Free throws. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can, you can just shoot free throws and your game can – you'll you, <laughs> like you say, if you're confident in a free throw jumper – you can see the game different from mid-range forward. Right. If you shoot, you know, a, a couple steps outside of the block, like you say, you'll see the game different. Yeah. But all he sees is pass and flash, and a, and a couple dunks, and he he plays he plays pretty good defense. He plays pretty good defense, not great, but he plays pretty good defense. That's what I be hearing. I'm like, they be saying Ben Simmons is great defender. I don't watch. I don't. I don't know if I just don't watch Philly enough, or I don't watch him enough individually. But I'm like, I don't know what defense I'm talking about. Is it just because he's bigger than the people he guards? I think that's what it comes down to. Oh, okay. Because going back to your point, I've seen Jalen Brown cook him. I've seen Jason Tatum cook, cook him. him. <laughs> I've seen Kawhi cook him. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying like it's. I didn't see boys break Ben Simmons off <laughs> like right. like a few oh, times. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying so. I, it's just some things that Philly just got to improve on, and uh, I. I think it was last year the first time Embiid finished the season without getting hurt. I'm pretty sure he got hurt. And he got hurt. He was. It was his. Let's say it was his least nick year. Okay. Okay. This was last year. I think this is year he was. He had like the stomach ache or something like that. Like, but it wasn't nothing like real major. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, that's that's really just it with the East. Is when you know, well, like like we're not gonna do a deep dive on Philly. <laughs> nah, I, I don't have much for them. You got, you got anything for Philly? The only thing for Philly is I do. Ben Simmons and Giannis kind of the same boat, but I do feel like Ben can play on. The, he like, I feel like he can play on the perimeter. He needs to be more like a LeBron type perimeter player though. Whatever LeBron doing, that's what Ben Simmons just needs to try to do. Yeah, just try to be LeBron. If he just tries to be LeBron, that win the championship. It's plain and simple like that. Whatever LeBron do, you just try to do that. I know you. LeBron wasn't a good shooter. He would, but he would slash. He would. He would at least. They try to score the basketball. If, he, yeah. if Ben Simmons tried to score from the basketball, uh, I think they could win the championship. But Curry, they got some shooters now. They got Curry now. Yeah, they got 
Uh, Danny Green to spread the floor out, so they got the floor space, and they got on paper they got a great they got a great team that should be able there should be in the Eastern Conference Finals <laughs> yeah. on paper on paper they just got to got to put it together and B got to shoot shots under the goal and stop stop shooting threes. threes and jumpers stop shooting threes play to your strength use your size he if he uses his size as his as his strength and get under the goal Ben Simmons uses his size and his passing ability to do stuff. I like Philly if they get it together. That's his gift. Is and that's a, that's the hugest if because he got the like he got unlike Giannis he got all the other stuff. Yeah, Giannis everything Giannis don't have Ben do Ben does that. It's literally like flip flop like right. between those two, which is crazy. And that's saying that out you saying that out loud is the first time that that's really registered. Uh, but yeah, Ben he's and people don't realize like if you can pass if you can pass the rock and if you can pass the rock at a at that next level clip, that puts you so far ahead of other Everybody people. Everybody is right. You know he's saying? not a because, like you said, he's in that passing. He's in that other level. He's yeah. in the top level of as a passer. Yeah. He's not in that average passing level where I can hit you when you open. He's in that LeBron, Chris Paul. Uh, who else is a great passer in the league? Ricky Rubio. Yeah, he's in that league, in that elite level of passer. Where I can see something before it happens, or I can, I can pass. He's in that. I can pass you. Open. I can pass you open category. Category, and there ain't too many people that be there. Yeah, if he just uses that, if he just uses that, but also try to score more. Yeah. Like it's it's the two things that that really stick out. Like it's uh, footwork, footwork and passing. Giannis's footwork isn't the best, but Ben's footwork is better than Giannis. And Ben's passing is better than Giannis, where Giannis's passing isn't there, where Ben Simmons is. So right. th- those may be the two biggest things. Yeah, and it's crazy. But Giannis, and Giannis is also more aggressive trying to score the basketball. Yeah. Ben doesn't try to – he don't At really all. try to score. But if he flipped that switch, that's a lot of – that's on going back to LeBron again. That's a thing. That's an argument against him too. Because people was like, if he just would try to, if he tried to score, if he tried to score like how Jordan was always trying to score, if LeBron was trying to score, they always say that he would have been the best player. That that would make him the best player if he tried to score more. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think Ben, if he just tried to score more and use that passing ability and just try to score and shoot the ball. Shoot the rock. Just try to shoot. <laughs> you never know what can happen. You just shoot the ball, just bro. Just shoot it. Just make the defense play so y'all ain't playing ball five, four on five, and it ain't clogged up in that paint. Facts, facts. Well, yeah, man. So pretty much that's that. Really, just concludes like the uh, the NBA recap for us. Um, NFL is still unfolding. Um, I'm glad to see not many COVID cases in the NBA, and hopefully, you know, what I'm saying we can finish this whole season out. We can get the All Star break without any severe breakouts. Unlike the Rockets, almost. Almost had the severe case with a you know massive yeah. outbreak uh, due to Eric Gordon, not James Harden, which is crazy to me. Uh, but that's that's another. I was about to say something about E and put him on the spot, but I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> <No>. But <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, man. So that that pretty much just concludes it. Tevin, you got anything going going on? You know what I'm saying? You need uh, let let the people know where they where they can find you on, on social. Oh man, find me at Mr. T on. Twitter, and I believe that's my Instagram too. Mr. T, two eyes, and T is T E E. Follow me on there if you want to hear some sports stuff. I also make people laugh just a little bit, I feel like. So follow me on Twitter for the most part. If you want to catch me, if you want to see me 
go on Instagram. I got a couple pics up there, probably from a few years ago, but I'm uploading one soon. Show y'all how sexy I got these last, you know, I think I took my last pic probably 2018. I'm going to show y'all how sexy I got these last two years. So, yeah, man, just follow me on that, man. I just appreciate you having me again. You know, we always chop it up like always. this, off, off camera, off, off mic. Off, off off mic. mic. So it's good to just put it on wax that people know Thanks. how we feel about this stuff, Thanks. man. Can't wait to do it again, bro. Yeah, most of people don't know that, though. Like, like even whenever it's like random thoughts will just go through my head about like hope and stuff, I either call you or either I shoot you, shoot you a text. You know what I'm saying? And we'll, we'll fall off in the episode for 20, 30 minutes. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that, this is like genuine like conversation. That's really what it is. But yeah, T, it's always, it's always good chopping it up with you, dog. And, uh, so, and I want to thank everybody for tuning in to this episode of the Perspective Podcast uh, with my guest, Tevin. And uh, until next time, you guys, I want to remind y'all that the hat store is still open, finessing since 93. You can grab hats, beanies, face masks. I got them, I got them all right now. Um, and make sure y'all slide over there and visit the YouTube channel, uh, which is Marty Manziel, as we're getting ready to start uploading some visuals here for the podcast really, really soon. Thank you all for tuning in to these podcasts, wherever you listen to, Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, wherever you listen listen to them to. Uh, Share it with a friend. uh, Share it with your lady. Share it with your homie. Listen to it while you're on the road or whatever the case is, while you're cooking or working out, whatever it is. Um, Until next time, y'all, peace, love, and always. Peace and love, as always. And until next time, y'all, be easy.